Yo, welcome to another episode of The Outrighteous Podcast, home of all your out, outrageous but always righteous information and entertainment. Um, as always, I am the host, Dev The Voice. Um, co-host is here. He was out sick, but he's back now. Um, Shouts out to Don Jones. Don. Yeah, what's up? What's up? What's up? Don what's is up? back. Um, we didn't have a heavy voice on the last episode, so it's good you. to have somebody with some I'm bass. I'm back at it like I never left. Somebody actually told me that my voice sound mad light. I was a little offended. <laughs> That's a little. That's, a little that's, only, that's only when I'm on it though, because you sound. I think, you, I think you sound straight. Unless, unless you go in there and edit, you make your voice that's sound. That's because you're used to hearing me. But you know who will let be the judge of that? All right, so we got Brittany. Brittany, yo, what's your um, what's the social handle that you go by? So that way, well, how you want me to address this? Oh well, I can introduce myself. Go ahead. <laughs> Hi, my name is Brittany Cleveland. Hey. Um, Brittany underscore C-L-E-V-E is my Instagram name. You can also follow my fashion blog page at Broke Fame because I now have 600 followers. Hey, shout out to Broke Fame. Actually, you already low-key like a, because you got like 3K or 4K on your personal on my, per, on my personal, I got like yeah. 4,000. Yeah. Soft flex. <laughs> no, <Soft. laughs> that's, soft, that's soft literally flex. nothing compared to some people's in Cleveland. I'm surprised that I've made it this far. Not going to hold you. That's something to me, though. <laughs> so my ass is definitely flexing on like 500. <laughs> <laughs> we got to get that up. We got to get that we, up. We got to get you at 1,000 for the summer. We are. We really are. Maybe Yo, before the summer. Start a GoFundMe and put together a marketing <laughs> plan for my... Um, for my social media and get me to 10k, man. 10k by the end of the summer. You could always there. buy your followers, like some people. That's not. They don't be liking out here. I'm not gonna name nobody out here. I feel like I earned my followers for the most part. So all right, so look, before we get into the topics, then, so let's talk about that. So, um, what do you feel like your role is on social media, just so the people can have a background and know who you are? Because I know who you are. I know you're a celeb. I know you're a mogul <laughs> in the making, and, and I know that you bring a lot of creativity to social media and just to the people that you know. But for the people that don't know you, what do you feel like your role is in social media? Well, my role for social media, just like so far, is basically, you know, fashion. And right now, I'm, like, trying to get back into my YouTube thing, so I'm trying to be more consistent with that. Right. So, I mean, I guess I would want to say I want to be, like, a, like, influencer but without mm-hmm. like all the drama for sure because like nah, that's a fact because <laughs> like i feel like every community is kind of just like a little bit off at least in the social media world right and like i'm just kind of just here just to exist yeah. and you know i just kind of let my presence just be known that like you're standing in front of a bad bitch right now hey there that's a go. fact <laughs> hey listen and, to, and, and it's funny because when you have put up um the video you have put up a video on youtube and it was one of your broke fame videos and just you getting fresh and whatnot. And I'm like, man, let me see what this is about. Let me watch it. <laughs> Yo, not gonna hold you. Your personality, because like me, of course you weren't wearing clothes that I, like, I would be interested in. But your personality and the energy that you had in the video was enough to keep me interested. And I watched the whole thing. And I felt like, okay, Aww. I left with something. So, yo, shouts out to Brittany Cleveland. Shouts out to Broke Fame. Thank Great. you for coming through today. Thank you. Um, <laughs> we have some topics. So we have some important topics, man. It's crazy time. In Ohio right now. Yeah. It's a wild time in Ohio right now. Um, the Human Rights Act, it's like a bunch of uh, pretty much whatever. You know how they be having like mad codes in a book of bills and laws. It'd be like code yeah. B12A section <laughs> 34. But we just know this shit is like whatever they say. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um, but so they just passed the this ban on abortion law. 
in Ohio and then like six up four five other states I think we are one of the six I know the other biggest one is Alabama and Alabama have they got some weird everybody know Alabama a little bit different yeah. shouts out to everybody from Alabama My there. <laughs> that explains it all but nah though um so Ohio just passed a ban on abortion law which is pretty much after six weeks y'all can't decide y'all cannot get an abortion anymore like it's chalk after six weeks i think unless it's i think the i think it's like unless it's a rape or something like that but even then i think um you still have that same six week period so like one of the so let me tell you why i wanted to bring you here today so i brought you here because clearly me and don we men right so it's like we can have opinions on this shit but it doesn't really affect us and I think like a lot of people who pass this law and a lot of people who have the most opinions on this law are the people who it doesn't affect. And it's crazy because like when y'all think about it, every law is almost like that. Like every law, it never affects the people that actually make this shit. It just affects the people who like are um, struggling economically or um, are going through some type of social injustice. And it's to me, it's like, damn. How can we not just change things, but how can we get to change? How can we change those perspectives of the people that's making these laws? But I want to talk to you. So when you first saw the ban on the abortion, what was like your first thought? Like, especially like as a as a woman. Well, <clears throat> not gonna lie, I just I just feel some type of way every time that I see like bills like this being passed. Because I remember, like, a couple months ago, Ohio, like, passed the law first. And I was just, like, really pissed because people who were commenting on it, it's just, like, church and state should be separate. Right. And no, everyone refuses to do that. Yeah. And that's what aggravates me because, like, I'm not, like, a super-duper, like, religious person. And, you know, I feel like these laws, <clears throat> the way people try to like you know throw the book at us it's just like you know because you know this isn't wrong like this right. is murder and blah 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 oh, well i had an abortion yeah. so like i i was already shook enough when i had mine done. right right like i feel like if you understood like what a woman had to go through in order to like make this decision it's not an easy decision for it's sure not, it's not i don't think it's like a way that it's not like birth control or anything like that it's just like you know this is something that you consciously have to make a decision about and you know you have to be like you know ready for it and like you know emotionally and like physically like it's okay but like emotionally and like like mentally right. you're kind of like you're really messed up about it and it's just like i feel like that is enough punishment already yeah. just already going through with it so it's just like people who always say this like you know it's murder or like guys speaking on it when they don't even have to carry a child That's what, yeah. like or like even give the child up for adoption like yeah. you know the, the emotional aspect no one is everyone's just kind of just leaving out it's just always just it's murder it's now bad. do you think and i'm gonna already jump out with a question now do you think i mean of course it's happening to the woman physically of course more so mentally but do you think it it affects the male who who's done it you know, kind of impregnated the, the woman. Do you think it, it messes with them emotionally as well and mentally as well? Because I mean, that's their child. That's their that's their seed. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not saying it's the same. By no means am I saying it's the same. But I'm asking, do you think it also affects them mentally and emotionally? I believe, depending on the guy, yes, it does because um, the person 
that ha- that happened with me, it was kind of like really rocky, and you know, we we worked past it. But like, you know, at the end of the day, it's my body. Like, you guys aren't going through the changes, and you're not feeling the way that you feel. Like, I I just feel like if y'all got if y'all are pregnant, y'all will understand. Oh, no, <laughs> Seriously, but... and like the sacrifices that you have to make with somebody, and it's not like. You know, me and the guy, we're going to be, like, together forever. But it's just, like, you know, I don't feel comfortable having kids with somebody that I know is not going to, like, be there full time. And then I know the only thing that I can give my child is love, but everything else is going to be harder for me. Like, I don't want to live on WIC. I don't want to live on food stamps. Right, I don't wanna, right. it, it's not the reality for everybody like that. But it's not, but it, it would be for me because... You know, I'm just a broke college student. (laughs) I'm living with my mom, like, you know, like, stuff like that. And it's, I have to think about that. And because since my body's going through all these changes, I have to put more of myself on hold. Right. More than the guy has to. But I do think it does, I think it does affect guys, though, depending on who it is. And, you know, sex to suck. What I would say is, is that, one, yeah, it's your body. Two, I'm thinking about me and all of my experiences. It was one time where I thought that sh- I thought I had somebody pregnant. The first thing that I thought about was like, damn, is she gonna keep it? Do I want her to keep it? And what would be the other option if she don't keep it? I feel like I don't know how a lot of people think, but I think that us younger people, I was not thinking about, oh, she'll have it, we'll just give it up to foster care or give it up for adoption. The first thing that crossed my mind was like, we ain't keeping it. Like, it's not even happening. Also, I say, is I know for a fact that it does not affect me because at this point in my life, if I busted you, it was an accident. I didn't want it. <laughs> oh my God. When I say that is Devin Wingfield say, saying this. This is Devin Wingfield. When I say move, I made move. Oh when God. I said on the count of three, and I said three three times, why you ain't move? But look, I don't even really and like I mean I. But hate it doesn't always happen that way. First of all, because For when sure. when I got pregnant, that was completely by accident. Right. Like, the condom broke. On yeah. some fluke shit, and I even yeah. went to like Planned Parenthood was it? and got a uh, and got a fucking um, Plan B, and I still ended up pregnant. First off, was it a lifestyle condom? That's where your first mistake. Was. <laughs> <laughs> it was Derex, and I don't I don't ask with Derex see, because see, of that situation. You can't. Well, look, let's give some. Look, here's a tip, y'all. Um, if it's not Magnum, Trojan, them the only two brands that I trust. Magnum is Trojan. See? <laughs> hey, that's how dedicated a nigga is to Trojan. Yes. <laughs> like, Been a fan since 96. Yo, dead ass, bro. Look, I'm telling you, if it's not Trojan, don't trust that shit. Yes. If you biting them from... I believe that. The little gas station joints? Yeah. That's signing you up to get pregnant. But see, my thing is, like, it depends on the guy because... What? Nobody's pull-out game is that immaculate. Oh, I didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> I did not say that. Shout out to all the no. followers that's not wearing condoms, man. Uh, <laughs> raw dog, you know who you gang, are. Gang. You know who raw, you are. Raw dog, period. It'd be like that. With the hot dog. Nah, what you about to say, though? Um, See, 
I guess it just depends on like the size of the condom because like you just gotta make sure that if you do wear a condom and it's not gonna rip off, make sure it's yeah, no, you're not poking right through it. Yeah. Um, that's why you gotta get you a nice average nigga, bro. Okay. <laughs> She's like the average nigga. He ain't poking through that shit. <laughs> hey, he gonna make sure it's comfortable for him and that it won't get lost in you. And we all gonna be Gucci, man. Or save money and don't use them at all. Oh, my God. <laughs> See, I like to think economically. You know, I like to worry about my finances, man. So I save money out uh, here. This is Don Jones saying <laughs> on the record. Be, be safe. That's all I got to say. I be save safe. money. Nah, but um, so... so you know, outside of the jokes and everything, um, the crazy thing is, is that one of the thoughts that I had about this, man, is somebody, I actually had a conversation with somebody about Colin Kaepernick, right? And this mm-hmm. is, I'm going to show y'all how this ties in together. And so, you know, at the point, basically when Colin Kaepernick showed us that he was brave enough to not stand for the flag, for the national anthem, a lot of people stopped standing for the national anthem. I being one of those people that stopped standing for the national anthem. And somebody said, well, yo, why you don't stand for the national anthem? And they were telling me like, you're yo, I feel your country. <laughs> yeah, but nah, it was somebody who was black though, like somebody black who uh, they was telling me like, yo, why you don't stand? And I was saying, well, because I don't feel free in this country. When we have situations like this that become a reality for people, to me, it's like even more of a reason to like you're telling somebody else what they can and cannot do with their own body. If that's not more proof to me that everybody isn't free then it's, it's like, what else do you need? And, like, shouts out to Jay-Z. Like, Jay-Z said, I don't even know if Jay-Z said this shit or if this shit is a quote, but Jay-Z said, until we all free, none of us are free. But when I, when I see situations like this, I'm like, damn, we really not free. Like, that ass shit could change in a matter of weeks or months, and we have no input on that shit. No. Mm-hmm. We have no type of input on that. <clears throat> so, Britt, as men, me and Don, we young men, we out here, young handsome men, I would like to say, Young, I, I don't know if we, when you eligible, is that like you open or is that? You're not eligible, bachelor. You're not. Okay. So, <laughs> so, so, I was, I'm ineligible. Hold on, I know I'm not. Shouts out to Bree. Shouts out to, shouts out to Bree. Ineligible or eligible, whichever one you are. As men, how can we help you all feel protected in these spaces of um, people with egos, people with too much pride, with people that stuck in old ways and not willing to open up and allow people to have certain freedoms because they're so used to the past? Um, I think what <clears throat> you guys can do, I don't know, I, it depends. Or is there anything that we can do? Because I was actually kind of thinking from the other other way, like, is there anything that we can do? Because, yeah. like, in a situation like the, like, since we're talking about the abortion piece, with a situation like that, is there anything that we can, of course, we can be there for you all, of course. Anyway, but no reason yeah. I'm saying that's not, that's not a big thing. But is there anything, like, we'll just say physically that we can do? I don't think there is. Well, um, I just feel like don't speak if you don't know what you're talking about. Uh-huh. That's that's a major thing. <clears throat> because right. it's already irritating that people who are above us are saying something, like taking control of our bodies. Right. The last thing I need is people who are just like regular old everyday people talking down on a situ- situations that they don't even know anything about. Right. Because personally, <clears throat> I don't think it's murder. I don't think it's murder. I don't right. think abortion is murder. I, mm-hmm. I personally don't feel that way. Um, I think that also if you guys can like just maybe just be a little bit more compassionate and maybe 
if you are in a situation where you have to, you know, get an abortion because when we decided, you know, she wanted to do that, you know, just be there for her, you know, mentally, just, you know, be, just be there for her, like, just make sure that she's okay, like, right. just, <clears throat> I don't know, just, and then, like, look into what they're talking about, because right. honestly, no one's really talking about the fact that, like, you know, with the abortion, well, well, pro-life? No, mm-hmm. pro-choice. People who, like, go for, like, pro-choice, like, you know, they decide, like, you know, it's a woman's body, it's a woman's rights, but then also, like, with the abortions, like, I didn't know, like, the cutoff, like, that they were doing was, like, at least, like, five months. And mm-hmm. I feel like there should be, like, definitely, like, some restrictions on, like, when you can get Right, it. right, right. But I feel like six weeks is a little yeah, bit Yeah, because five months is, five months is you in five, Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. Five, and, but then it's just, like, also people who are doing these abortions, they're doing, like, they're sending off, for like, stem cell research and, like, doing all doing weird shit with, like, you know. Right, with, this, with the with, cells. With and the like, cells yeah, and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. And I feel like, um... No one's talking about that aspect. Everything is just like church and state at this point. And that's why the guys who comment on this, like they're not doing like the full like research. They're not really trying to make a way to where, okay, we, we're going to put, uh, we're going to make a stop here to prevent this from happening and this, this, and this. Or like, you know, there maybe could be like consent forms, like, you know, when we take this fetus out, can we use it for research? Like, you know, like people are just kind of like popping these things out and like they're just doing anything and everything with them. And it's just like, you don't know what they're doing. That, that could be meat right. that we're eating and digesting that we don't even know about. Well, that's fine. And, you know, I'm, <laughs> I'm just saying, it's yeah. just like something like that. Right. So I just think like, you know, just do your research. Um, at the end of the day, my body is my temple. Yeah, because I'd be, I'd be <laughs> so, damned if one of y'all tried to tell me what to do with my body. Exactly. So it's just like, you know, just put yourselves in, like, our shoes. Like, especially when you're somebody who's had an abortion. It's just like, it's, right. already, it's already enough that... You had to deal with that. I, yeah. So <laughs> when you have situations... So, so you talked about your situation and how you had one. Would, do you think that you would have considered keeping it if, like, the guy would have been like, yo, let's keep it? Um, no. Yeah. Oh, because. that's true. <laughs> 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 Sorry, like, yeah, I, yeah. personally, when I got it, I, when I got mine done, I just turned 18. I just got a job at a grocery store. I didn't yeah. have no job. Shout I didn't know what I was going to do. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Found out I was pregnant upstairs in the break room. Yes. Damn it, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. Um, it was all, it was all bad. Uh-huh. Like, I knew that when... I had, like, I, like, overthought it even before, like, I even took the test. Right. But, like, I overthought it because, like, you know, I didn't want to give my child up for adoption because, you know, I played on making a name for myself. And what if my kids, my seed is going through home to home, getting tossed around, getting hurt. Yeah, like, right. Foster kids and, like, people, like, who grow up in the system, like, that's, like, horrible. And then the system itself is super flawed. Exactly. Super flawed. Exactly. And, like, as a black kid growing up in the system, that's that's ten times harder. Yeah. So, like, I couldn't deal with, like, the anxiety of that. Mm -hmm. I couldn't deal with the anxiety of, like, you know, okay, well, I'm just going to keep it and, you know, just struggle from there because... I don't, I don't want to struggle with kids. How did the people around you respond to that, though? Um, I got, like, mixed reviews. I mean, yeah. 
I didn't tell any of my family members until like a good like two two or three years later. Right. Um, all the people who were around me, shout out to those people who were with me when I went through this time because it was a really hard time. Mm-hmm. Probably one of the worst <laughs> worst years, worst month of September I've ever had. Like right. it was it was just really hard. It's just it's just it's I it's something that I got past, but it's just like still Bringing, like talking about it, it's just like no, I it still stings just a little. No, but for sure. it's just like I just had to. There's like a lot of sacrifices that I just didn't feel like I was ready to make right. in order to bring somebody into this world. Right. Like my mom is big against abortions. Yeah. <laughs> so the fact that I have one and didn't tell her about it for like a good like two years later, yeah, she was not happy. Well, first off, you were soldier <laughs> one for even going through it and, and going through it what you had to put up with, but two for even telling her. Cause I would have took that shit to the grave. Dug that shit out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, I, I had, to. I had to, cause like you know, at the end of the day, I am a woman. Right. Like I had to make a conscious decision. Like this, that was the most adult thing, adult decision I ever made. Like, right. and I just, just turned like eighteen, baby. Yo, that's <laughs> wild too. And I just graduated from high school. Yo, that probably matured you so much, though. It matured me, but then also, like, the the after effects, like, the way I was, you know, just going about and everything like that, it was just, it was rough. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like, I, I didn't do anything to, like, I just kept everything inside, and it, everything just kind of, like, showed in the wrong ways. Right. Like, so I was, <laughs> that whole phase was crazy that year. I was just so, like... I was just so I was just so beat up. I, my right. my insecurities was just like always showing. Like you know, I just I just felt like I wasn't me. I just felt like I was hiding like this huge secret. And like you know, I cut my hair, and like right. that's when shit just got a little bit better. For my me. nigga had a midlife crisis. A midlife crisis at eighteen, yeah. 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 Like, you know, like I just got a job. Like right. I don't have a car. I just graduated from high school, and like I'm going to like. A community college and like even then I even like while I was like miscarrying I was trying to go to class right like wow and I was like this close to like being admitted to the hospital because I couldn't walk damn I was like and I couldn't tell anybody except for like the little lady officer right and like I was crying because like I didn't want to go to the hospital because I didn't want my mom to find out it was like it was a whole thing it was a whole wow it was a whole thing so (laughs) did that change your um future sexual experiences for the moment after that? Like, were you, like, open to, like, okay, now that this process is over with and whatever healing I need to do, I've done? Was I... Was you sort of, like... So, like, my, my, my sex life was, like, weird after that because I went, like, five months without having sex after I had an abortion. Mm-hmm. And then... <laughs> And then, like, I kind of, that's when, I wasn't having raw sex when I got pregnant. Like, that was (laughs) the accident. But then, you would think after, (laughs) I'd be like, no. But I'm just like, I mean, I guess we'll be fine out later. What's talking about? (laughs) Oh! (laughs) This is what people are talking about. The hot dog (laughs) to do it to you. (laughs) But, 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 like, you know, I've tried birth control. I don't really feel comfortable with birth control because I feel like it's just, a lot of hormones and stuff. Right. Like, and I kind of want to have kids. Like, yeah, because I was going to say, don't that mess up y'all fertility? 
Um, if you take it for a long time, it can. Yeah. And like, I don't want to go through that because all my friends like they've been through some weird stuff with birth control right and me i just don't feel like going through it <laughs> no, I don't the, but i definitely keep a pack of condoms on me all the time because you know i don't know why y'all don't <laughs> but I I I think it's like me out here because i stay ten toes all the time are you but sure so, because like, i'm so, in a relationship so that's i'm gonna tell you like this you are better off Every mile. Raw dogging it than using a lifestyle condom. Or what was the brand that you used? Oh, I, I, I stopped using Durex after that. Yeah. Like, I only use yeah. Durex maybe like once You're better off raw dogging it. At least you'll know when you feel that first. <laughs> you'll know. I feel like somebody know what that feeling is. I know I ain't the only one. Doing that. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't the only one. But um, I'm, I've been pretty safe, consistently safe for the most part. I haven't slipped up. I didn't slip up when I was in Cincinnati, so I mean. Shouts out to Cincy. Um, so it's crazy because I'm sitting here talking to you and I'm thinking about I had a um an experience with a, a girl at the time. I'm not gonna out her too much, but um so we was kicking it and you know it came time to where we was about to smash, but she like, nah, we can't. And I'm like, damn, what's up? You know, like what's going on? I'm thinking she on her period. And then her homegirl who plugged me with her, asshole. <laughs> told me that she had just had an abortion. Oh. So I'm assuming that. That's a damper. Yeah, right? <laughs> Yo, but after that, I was like, yeah. <laughs> Straight soft. <laughs> yeah. Powering off. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. It'd be um, like that sometimes, though. Nah, it for sure be like that. But I was hurt. Oh, I was hurt. I didn't need that body, though. Thank God. I actually don't even know why I shared that story. I just wanted, I just wanted her to hear that. <laughs> wow! Don't make her feel bad. <laughs> nah, I don't want her to feel bad. It just was crazy because I would have felt, I would have been cool if you'd have told me. We probably wouldn't have made it the way we made it, but I would have at least tell me. You know what I'm saying? Like if I just like had a fucking testicle removed. But see, this is even more of a reason why we shouldn't have an opinion on this shit because there's nothing we can compare it to. Yeah. I can't com- the I can't compare that shit to anything. Like a Charlie horse? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> no. Like when I had when I had mine done, it wasn't even like you know the surgical kind. I like there's actually like multiple forms of abortion that you can like get. What's up? Um, so you can get the surgical form. You yeah. can get like the pill form. You can also get like the shot form. I got the shot form where they. It's like they. Damn, that's what they. It's like a cortisone. I don't remember what it's for. I know it's like. Arthritis medicine, it's it's strong enough to kill a child, what clearly. The fuck? Arthritis medicine? <laughs> yeah, so they like, Damn. I had like two shots in my butt, <clears throat> and then they gave me Vicodin. So you got ass shots. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Miami. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> I, I wish that was the occasion, but no. <laughs> but um, I got Vicodin, and then, you know, the process began. And it was just like having a period. How long but was the process? The process was like a good week. It was like Damn. it was a week, but like I, I didn't know that I miscarried like officially until like the very very last day. Cause I mean I was bleeding like really heavy and like I was in pain. Like shout out to Kendall for letting me stay at her house that yeah. week. What's up, Kendall? 
Because, <laughs> like, I had to drive to her house and make it seem like I was going to school. Right. I was just at her house just dying until, like, 4 o'clock. And then Damn. go back home and just, like, go upstairs. Like, you know, my mom just thought I was having really bad, like, cramps. But, like. And so she didn't know for two years. So for that whole whatever time period that was, she was just like, damn, Brittany Cramps is all over the place. No, and not even like, it wasn't (laughs) the cramps. It was just like, I was just acting out. Like, I was just like being a bitch. Like, I did not want to be home. I wasn't doing anything that I was supposed to. I Mm -hmm. just, I just didn't want to be home. I didn't want to do my emotions. And then I, dumb thing, I was still messing around with the dude that I like got pregnant by and right. then continuously got shit on by him. Yeah, right. <laughs> but like, you know, I just I, I just had a lot of shit going sure. on. And you know, <clears throat> just the fact that no one has that right anymore to right. like do what they need to do in order to get through what they need to get through, like that's heartbreaking. Right. Because I don't think I would be who I am today if I would have got one. Right. I know I know abortions aren't for everybody. I, for they're, sure. They're not for everybody, but, like, also, like... But that's why I think that the choice itself is so important. Yeah. It, it's one thing to, the like... The choice needs to be yeah, there. Yeah, at least let them have the choice to be able to say... Like, also, yeah. I would like to point out the fact that, you know, a lot of people like to say, like, you know, they're sick of people, like, using, like, tax dollars and stuff like that. But mm. it's just, like, you know, they'll say people. Yeah. Well, yeah. They'll say... They'll I'm going to ask a question for you two, then. Um, okay, so you guys think the choice should be there. And I mean, I completely agree. It's just a question. Um, okay, do you think there's a timetable on that, though? Should that should choice. you be, like, on the choice? So should you be eight months pregnant and then all no, of a sudden? No, no. And then be like, okay, no. I don't want anymore? Should you be no. a week, I think I definitely days, think there, should, there definitely should be some restriction as far as just, like, you know, about what time you should be able to do this. I feel like, I mean, this is just me, but I just feel like, you know, until I feel like you should be able to get one until like the baby has an actual face <laughs> or like oh, actual damn. like fully yeah. like like developed where it's just like you know they have or, like a full full developed like something. See, well, okay, so <laughs> but so not that... but nothing has to be fully developed though. I don't know. I just I just feel like I, there should be a time frame. That's what everybody. What frame is... that is? I'm I'm not sure about it because you know I had mine really early. On, and I was like a little nub. Yeah. So, I just, I mean, can you really call it a baby if it's if it's really just like a little tiny circle? Well, the reason why they were saying six weeks is they're saying that it take um it only take a certain amount of weeks for it to develop a heartbeat, and so people have been like proving their theory wrong on that. I would say, I feel I I I feel you. I don't know about the face though. Like once it got a face, I, I, I gotta. Like, I'm guess I'm just guesstimating. Yeah. Like, like I said, like if I can like have like a real like okay like maybe at this point in time. Yeah, right. But I definitely don't think it should be nowhere near like five months. Nah. Yeah. Nowhere near five months. I would say like. Unless you really did not know that you were pregnant. And some people don't. <laughs> some people really don't. They had a whole don't. show about it. Yeah, I was just about to say on that. TLC, yeah. MTV, something like that. I didn't know I was pregnant. And this, what? What? <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. that's crazy. Yeah. But you know. For sure. See, when I, and see, I was young and dumb, but when I had my moment where I thought that the girl was pregnant, I don't know why I was this stupid, but we waited. We didn't act. I should have went to go get the plan B. I should have tried to see if she was real pregnant, but my dumb ass was just, well, if you get your period, you're pregnant. I mean, if you get your period, you're not pregnant. And that's not always the case. Right. Yeah. But boy, that day when it came, <laughs> I was happy. <laughs> I was well, happy. at least you were happy. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh no, I think she tried to keep it. I think she wanted to keep it if it really would have been a I kid. Mean, if that if that was her decision, that's her decision. I just you know. I'd have felt like she took me up top. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have felt like I got robbed. Like nah, I want to redo, man. <laughs> I want to redo for sure. I don't know. Like me, I just I'm not. I don't know. I'm just not really like super pressed on having kids right now, so I can understand yeah. like. The consensus is, yeah, how about we both just, like, you know, make this decision, not have one, but, like, just be there for me. Because, like, that's really hard dealing with abortion just, like, by yourself. like, mm-hmm. And it should just be with only, like, you two. With me, on the other hand, it was, like, me and my friends, like, yeah. just dealing with it together. And, like, I would deal with it when I, like, got home, like, when I would just be in my feelings, like, and crying and stuff like that. You want to know what I peep is mad? Easy for people that's not married to have kids, but when people be married, they be it's trying. <laughs> they be like, We trying, we've been trying for a year. You like, Well, shit, my cousin just had a baby, and <laughs> she wasn't even trying, like, she was just out here. I think, but I also feel like a lot of like black people don't have like infertility problems because mm. that's another thing no one's talking about. Because I was reading some articles, and so what <laughs> I read is like, um, like a lot of like low birth rates are happening, like within the white community. Mm. And like so, yeah. it's getting increasingly lower every year. Right. So I don't so, know. Man. I feel like that also that might have something to play in it because right. that's just that's just a theory line. Uh-huh. Not really. It's not proven, but when you read it, it kind of makes sense it's as to why they're pushing the laws like they are now. Because <clears throat> black women, we don't really have no infertility problems. <laughs> like, yeah, my and now, had now kids. when we have birth, there are complications. Yes. Right. But, like, as far as, like, getting pregnant, nah. Like, a lot of people that I went to high school with, when they're black, is, they got kids. They got kids. <laughs> they have their second kid. Like, you know, living their best <laughs> life. Like, <Hey>. <laughs> me, I, I'm a late bloomer in life. <laughs> I didn't even lose my virginity until uh, senior year of high school, so. <laughs> Shouts out, out to whoever that is. Yo, where you at right now? Yo. <laughs> hey, wherever you at. Pull up to the All Righteous Podcast. <laughs> Yo, let's get this episode cracking, man. Can we bring all Maxes up here? There's only like two of them. What's up? Bring them up here. Yikes. We'll bring them up here. Nah, so all right, so with that being said, let's put a let's put a button on top of that. Um, how what advice would you give to any young women that are contemplating? Well, actually, they I think we have a, a I think we have like 90 days until this becomes absolute. But for the young women that are going through, whether they already had an abortion or they were planning to get one or whatever transition they're at with that process, what advice would you give to them? God, do what's best for you, girl. (laughs) Just weigh all the options as much as you can. Um, Really think about if this is something that you want to do. If you had abortion before, like, you know, be vocal about it, speak up. That was one thing that was like, nervous about is uh-huh. like not speaking up about it but now I'm at to a point where it's just like you know yes I got an abortion right. I'm, I'm I'm fine I'm which still which is hella here. cool too though <laughs> well, not cool that you <laughs> like, no I'm cool. saying it's cool that you are brave enough to speak up that's yeah. what I'm saying so yeah let me change that that's and what I'm saying I feel like you know just let your voice be heard if you want to have if you want to have a kid then that's on you too I support anybody who can do it just me, I just know what's best for me. So I just feel like, you know, as long as you know what's best for you, there's nothing really I can say. Right. And then to the guys that's listening, one of the things that I, um, I think I was talking to Don about this a little Shut bit before. Shut the whole hell up. <laughs> that, as well as, um, if you are not, if you refuse to shut up and you want to support 
whatever women you know that are going through it, or even if you don't know them, um, do your research on it. But also, I think that it's important for the people that don't always get affected by these changing of laws to speak up against them, because that's really, <clears throat> they can become such a foundation for that change. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes when we, when we have situations that directly affect people and that group of people just speak up, we're like, okay, yeah, whatever it is, what it is. But I mean, imagine this probably wouldn't even be an issue if men were like, nah, man, it sounds crazy. We shouldn't do this. You know, we don't have the right to even make this type of judgment. And I would just also like to say, like, please, I cannot stress this enough. Keep church and state separate. For sure. Because not everybody is like, you know, a Bible thumper. Right. And it's just like, you know, just got to think of what's best for the people. Like, you know, what is America really about? Mm-hmm. I mean, I, bullshit, clearly. But, right. you know, if if we want to keep the uh, the little bit of sanity that we have, like, you know, just really just think about it. Just why am I pressed over somebody else's body? It has nothing to do with me. Right. Same thing with, like, LGBT rights. Like, you know, what are they doing that is ultimately, like, affecting me? Like, right. I would just really just, just think about it like that. Uh-huh. For sure. Um, so the next topic is this. This So Don had sent me this, I think, like a week ago. And... Um, and it was crazy to me, so I had pulled this up to make sure it was factual. And so, North Carolina, their consent law has a huge loophole in it that um, it so once a woman gives you consent, she can't revoke her consent. So she has to continue with the sexual act, whatever. Y'all got to keep smashing. She can't. She literally has no input once she gives you. That, okay. uh, so, they make everything okay for rape. <laughs> like I'm not gonna hold you. They do. Like it's not right. Yes means yes. No means no. Like mm-hmm. I don't really understand. Like what? What is so hard about? Yes, if I want to fuck you, I'm gonna fuck you. Right. No, if I don't want you to fuck me, don't touch me. Right. And, and nah, I, it's like the crazy thing is, it's like it's even past that though. So it's like yes, if you if we smashing, we smashing, and it's like in the middle we smashing. You just like nah, I'm cool. I don't want it no more. And and so that's the, that's where the loophole really affects because, bro, that's rape though. I'm not gonna hold you. I've never been in a situation. But where I thought nah, I could be wrong. I think they were also saying it was as light as if you if y'all like kissed. Because if you think about kissing, kissing is a sexual action. Right. So I think they were saying like essentially like once y'all kiss that is immediate consent. No, I believe I could be wrong. Cause I was, I was reading it and it's been a little bit since I you know I really read up on it. But I believe that's what they were saying. Like okay, once a sexual act has been made and kissing is a form of sexual act, that consent is already there and Yo, there's so, no revoking consent for North Carolina. So Don, this is why like a lot of these laws scare me. Because I plan on having kids one day, hopefully, God's will. And if I have a daughter and shit like this is a reality for her, you know how shook I'm going to be, man? And, and to, like, come on now. You can't revoke consent. Like, I would, as a man, I wouldn't even want to fucking do that. But, but also, it's just like, think about it like this. Who are these laws really made for? White men. Exactly. Old white men and rich white it, boys at country it, clubs. Exactly. <laughs> because, I mean, let's be real. Y'all can get away with that. Hell even not. if y'all tried. Yeah. You see the one guy, he went to, he got, he's going to jail for like 10 years. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, he went out to some bar with some white girl, went back to the house, they did stuff, and then they walked back, and right. then all of a sudden it's rape. Like, Damn. It like, and it's just like, okay, if they have that law, yeah. it's just like, 
But personally, if you black, it don't matter the color in which the female is. She said you raped her. Nah, see, nah. I don't agree with you. I think that they're not going to go as hard as... I'm going to let you finish, but I don't think they're going to go as hard as you on a black woman, though. But go ahead. Not necessarily. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, rape is rape. Of course, you know, it being a, a Caucasian female is going to be completely different. Right. But even with a black female, you say you raped her, You st- it's not like you're going to get off. It's not like you're not going to get off. Nah, no you might not get off, but mm-hmm. I don't know how... I, 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 the, urgen- the urgency and the way black women are treated when like things like this happen like the urgency is not there compared to somebody else who is of a different color Mm -hmm. and that's just like the reality it's like even when black girls go missing the urgency to find these girls are not there the urgency to put these people who are like hurting me is not there so i know if i go out to a club and stuff like that and for some odd reason i end up getting into some shit I mean, I'm gonna go to the police, but then also I'm just gonna be thinking back in my mind, like, you know, I don't, I don't know, I don't know if I'm gonna like get justice or like, you know, I don't know how long this is gonna take because I got assaulted by a guy at an apartment complex and like he like physically assaulted me, and he hit me first, what? and like they've never, they've never brought yeah. it back to my attention. I went and filed a police report again after the first police report I filed when they got there. And they never called me about it. They never talked to me about it. They yeah. never reached out to me about it. So it's just like it's just like it's it's not it's not facts, but it's just like it's just when you experience it, it's just like you gotta understand. Well, I think like the one thing is is that we all clearly know that you can't when it comes to us specifically, we can't rely on the justice system. Um, but I think that is when you talk about like the urgency, I think that we almost gotta hold ourselves accountable. Like if me and you are super close and you know Don do something to you or vice versa, whatever. Like, I have to hold y'all accountable to that because nobody else is going to do it. So I have to not only, you know, if you go into the police stations, I need to take it upon myself to go to the police station as well. But I think that we, like, our community is so against, like, sweeping. I mean, we're so sweep everything under the rug. Like, you might have told somebody, yo, I got assaulted by this dude, da da da. And they just like, damn, that's crazy. And then move on to a totally different topic. And, um, when you do shit like that, and then we leave it up to the people that's making these laws that don't benefit us, yeah, it's not going to be any urgency. And we're going to get left in the dust every trip. But, like, this consent shit is just crazy to me because, I mean, I I can't imagine I can't imagine how sick in the head you got to be for somebody to say, yo, stop. And I ain't talking about, like, one of those, <laughs> stop. It's like all those, like, politicians who get called out, like, you know, for, like, assaulting somebody. And I think it's just like a loophole for them to just keep their asses safe. For sure. That's just me though. Yeah. And a lot of them do a lot of them do always have the biggest fucking pending cases. Yeah. That nobody no talks yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, R. Kelly is currently going through his trials and stuff, which is, you know, good for uh the girls yeah, who for exposed sure. him, like, you know, getting him where he needs to be. Yeah. But like, you know, where is where is the energy for Harvey Weinstein? Because I'm hearing crickets on that end, and I've been waiting, and I look on, like, Twitter, and I look yeah. through, um, you know, articles every day, and no one doesn't talk about that. I think he's still on trial, but, like, you see how shit, his shit is, like, easily slept on the blood. Right. Under the rug while R. Kelly and Bill Cosby, in a way, like, their shit is getting exploited. Not saying that they don't deserve it, but, like, you know, keep that same energy for everybody. But you don't get the, you don't get the same media attention. You get you don't get the same media attention for a white man that you do a black man when it comes to something like this. I mean, think about it. When, when, when Tiger Woods had his 
12 different females in yeah. each different country or whatever that was blown up on ESPN something crazy but then when yeah, when yeah. when you got people on steroids like Alex Rodriguez on steroids that didn't get a much a lot of a lot of stuff um dude from the Brewers when he was on his steroids didn't get nothing yeah. but all you talked about was Tiger Woods and that might have been cuz he was you know showing off this squeaky clean image and then all of a sudden that went away but of course it's not it doesn't it doesn't hold the same weight just like I mean, if you think about it, uh, I mean, he's our president, not mine. But he's he went through all that, you know, cheating scandal and all that. Nobody really paid any attention. Nobody right. really cared, and that's supposed to be the president of the United States. Yeah. Once again, not my president, but right. to each his own. To each his own. And then, you know, you get the Bill Cosby's and you get the, the um, R. Kelly's where you got a whole HBO special about R. Kelly. It's and, R. Kelly. I'm not saying he wasn't, he was a music guy. Music, I'm see, pretty sure music doesn't hold the same way as the president of the United States. Oh, no, for sure it doesn't. But this is, the, so this is but how his I time is coming. His time coming. Yes. This is how like, I saw it. Okay. better, but okay. it's coming. Y'all gonna see him again in the next four years. <laughs> I don't think so. I look at it like this. Um, I think R. Kelly, with R. Kelly being a musician, I think that his star power was a little bit different. A lot of people, not just in our community, but like Harvey Weinstein, he was like, well, a Hollywood director. So he's behind the camera a lot. Everybody don't know him. You know what I'm saying? But his shows are still getting played. For sure. Like Project Runway. Like he definitely, uh, that's 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 a show that he produces and still gets played. Right, but R. Kelly is somebody that's on the camera constantly. We all know R. You don't even have to listen to R. Kelly's music or belong in the generation that he came out, but you know who R. Kelly is. And I think that, one, yes, they both should be getting the same treatment. But Harvey Weinstein, he had sort of that behind-closed-doors type um, power. And also, his situation, wasn't it with Terry Crews? The, wasn't Terry Crews talking about, like, his was with some dudes as well. Yeah, um, but I mean, uh, he had assaulted Lupita. Damn. Yeah, uh, Harvey Weinstein did. Yeah. And everyone kind of swept that under, right? Right. But- Yo, <laughs> speaking of people getting, um, old boy from the shy. Did you see that? Yeah. Yeah. Jason Mitchell. Mm-hmm. I feel so bad. First off, I fucked with the shy first season. Um, but then you know the 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 news came out that he was under the allegations. I think so far still allegations of um sexual assault or um, misconduct with his castmates that's on that show. So they pulled him from the show. My thing about this is allegations could be tricky, though, because then if it comes out to where it's not what it seems like, do you put him back on the show? Okay, so, so, so like, for the Me Too movement, my question is to you guys, do you think the Me Too movement has, like, an agenda? Or do you think that they're really out here trying to, like, you know, expose people who are actually really doing some fucked up shit. Because I personally feel like they're really selective on who they call out. Right. Because no one, Me Too movement, haven't even called out Cardi B yet. And you yeah. know Cardi B was going through all that stuff. So. But I, I mean, I don't, I don't think there's an agenda. Cause I personally believe, I personally have the trust in the, you know, I kind of believe, give people the benefit of the doubt that there isn't like a motive behind everything people do. Because then, you know, white people could have said, or people in general could have said that, you know, the Black Lives Matter movement had an agenda. Mm-hmm. And it didn't. They was make everybody aware. So I believe the Me Too movement, I mean, you know, you just brought up Cardi B. I mean, if you think about it, who is Cardi B? 
like in actuality, I'm not even trying to be funny. Like, who is Cardi B mm-hmm. as the overall scheme of things? You take down, not even just, not even just take down because I sounded really fried. Um, like Bill Cosby, you everybody knows black, white, orange, purple knows who Bill Cosby is. Mm-hmm. So you got okay, boom, a a that was America's dad. Lack of a better term, that was America's dad. Uncle Phil was uh, my dad. <laughs> I bet he was. <laughs> yeah. So you got you got you got. Bill Cosby, who's on this huge pedestal, and then boom, you get hit with all of this, and now you slowly bring him down to where, okay, once again, that squeaky clean image isn't there anymore. Then you got R. Kelly. But everybody knew R. Kelly, so that's not really a good example. R. Kelly, everybody was talking about R. Kelly peeing on people and stuff like that. So right. that was kind of a, I'm trying to think of another good example. But I mean, I'm just going to leave, we'll just stick with Bill Cosby. Like, the whole Me Too thing. I don't think there's agenda behind it. They pick if you're going to be strategic with a movement, you pick and choose. To me, if you're going to pick and choose, either not to say who you, lack of better terms, take down or who you who you call out for their actions, but it's it's a strategic move. Like okay, if we're starting, if I'm going to use an example, we're going Me Too movement. Oh, Andre from down the street. Well, everybody going to be like, well, who's Andre? Right. What did Andre do? What's Andre's purpose? That doesn't have the same weight. Is oh, we got Bill Cosby. Yeah. We bring it every the whole corrupt system down, you know yeah. what I'm saying. So I don't think there's an agenda, but I think there's a there's a method behind it, just like there's a method behind um, Colin Kaepernick and what he was doing. There was a method yeah. behind it. You know, I think that um, to your question about is there an agenda behind the Me Too movement? I don't think that there's an agenda behind the Me Too movement, but just like organizations themselves, somebody might have an agenda that's in that movement. So there might be a woman that's a part of that movement. And she has this agenda to get revenge on whoever or just because she felt like she was wrong, she's going to try to, you know, put a case on whoever. <clears throat> the same way that they do with, like, Black Lives Matter. Like, they make Black Lives Matter seem like they are the biggest extremists. And you might have some people that's a part of the organization or part of that movement that are extreme. Or you might have people that's a part of that movement that have made some serious mistakes. But they're going to label that entire movement based off of that one person. And we do that with every movement. Every time... You know, a movement is created. If one person does something, the media make it seem like that whole movement is about being radical or whatever. And they've been doing it since the beginning of the time. Like, it even made the Black Panthers look like they was the fucking terrorists. But then you got people running around in white sheets and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Dressing up as, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, my God. Like, burning, burning crosses in front yards, and, and they're just, they, they're a clan. They're a little organization. But the Black Panthers defending themselves, protecting their communities, and... And, and they terrorists. And so so that's how I feel about the Me Too movement. But I always say, like, when it comes to these guys, and I'm somebody who, like, I work with all women, right? So on my level of work, I work with nothing but women. All of this shit has not made me, I don't want to say paranoid, but it's made me more conscious of, like, the shit that I do. And, man, when I tell you, like, I have to take so much level of care, like, It'll go from, like, playing too much, laughing too much, or, like, I just don't want to make shit look like it's not what it is. Because, like, you have people that's above you that's looking at you. You got people that's below you that's looking at you. Even just the way we hug each other or whatever. Yo, dudes, we just got to be mad careful, bro. We almost got to start thinking like women. Like, when women say, like, I had a situation where a girl, I was at the bar, and, you know, me, I'm not a weird dude. So I asked this girl, I'm like, yo. Let me get you something to drink. She's like, all right, cool. I'll walk to the bar with you. And I'm like, nah, you don't have to. I'll just bring it to you. She's like, no, I'd rather walk with you. And so in that moment, I'm like, damn, why she keep tripping like this? Then I'm like, oh, shit. She probably think I'd try to do something to her, right? 
And I think that it's time where, like, we become more aware of that. And we start to think like that as well. So that way we don't end up in situations where you're getting me too. Because when you think in that same way, you're going to be more conscious of the shit that you're doing or the way that you're touching somebody or whatever. Now, do you think the Me Too movement should keep the same energy even, like, for women? Because there are women who also engage in <clears throat> sexual activities. Right. Like, for instance, um, R. Kelly's sister yeah. was, you know, for sure. messing around with him, like, at a, at a very young age. And, you know, that, too, was slept under the rug. So... Do you feel like now? Do you feel like the Me Too movement is only geared towards men, or is it, do you still feel like they keep that same energy for everybody? I mean, I think partially that is because like you're you're gonna get, and I was talking to Dev about this. You rarely get a male complaining really about anything. Mm-hmm. It's just I don't know if it's just not in our nature. I don't know what it is, but I don't think you're not gonna get too many males coming forward complaining about really anything. You might get some violence. We might complain about some violence going on, but we're not going to complain about too much more than that. Yeah. So with the whole, you know, females need to be geared towards that too. It's not, it don't hold this, just like we were talking about the whole abortion thing, it doesn't hold the same weight. Okay. And you, so, oh no, go, go ahead. ahead. It's crazy because, yo, I definitely feel like, I I, I feel like I dead ass could be too somebody that we know because they <laughs> did something crazy to me. And we're talking about it after we record, but they did something mad wild to me, bro. And it fucked me up. <laughs> like, she was like, I didn't want to go into work, bro. Like, I'm like, damn, bro, why? And she just threw her titties on my head and grabbed my meat. Yeah, because she was real tall. Oh! <laughs> she was real tall. I don't even want to know. <laughs> yeah, I want to know who. And yeah, she was super tall, so she threw her titties on my head and grabbed my meat. And I'm like, whoa, what the fuck? And like, she laughed that shit off. I laughed that shit off just because I'm like, wow, she's mad, wow. But then I went back and thought about that shit. I'm like, yo, she's crazy because she's married. I ain't about to out too much of her business. I know exactly who you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. First of all, ew. Um, but nah, so what do you think? Do you think that it, it should be something that keeps that same energy for both? Keep that same energy for everybody. Right. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, like, you know, I would hate for this movement just to be geared towards just, like, one group. For sure. And it's just like, you know, other people are out there getting hurt too. Like, guys get assaulted too. Like, one of my close friends got assaulted by somebody on campus. Right. Like, and he still has to work with them. Right. Like, and that's not and I right. I think that kind of goes back to what I was saying. Like, I mean, you got, like, like, like Dev getting, Dev, Dev just saying how he was assaulted. Specifically, like, he, he she did, threw her titties <laughs> on my head and she grabbed but, my knee. But Dev was assaulted, sexually harassed, whatever you want to call it. I mean, and he didn't tell anybody. Because he could have, he should have. He could have, he should have. But I mean, you you're gonna rarely get a male tell man. Let me go to HR. Man, she threw her titties on my head and she grabbed my meat. But that's uh, our fault. Uh, that's our. I'm fault. not saying it's not. But right. what I'm saying is you're not gonna get it. So I'm right. not. I'm not saying the Me Too movement gears towards oh we're targeting men and what men are doing. I think right. it's overall. But like I mean, you're just not gonna get a man talking about oh yeah she roofied me. Well, do you think that more people should speak up about it? Well, more men if they have been assaulted by. If they're, I mean, uh, yes, but then also too, I mean, you have to. Some people, I mean, I say are unfazed by some stuff, but they it don't it doesn't bother them to the point where they want to say anything. Like yeah. that happening to Dev. I mean, he wants I to share. That shit's so he, under wants to, he wants to share it with us like, as a joke. It was cool. It was cool. <laughs> it was cool. <laughs> he wants to share it with us as a joke. 
But I mean, it's not it clearly it doesn't it, it does it, it didn't it, affect him emotionally, right. mentally, or anything like that to the point where he can't function. He's looking at women differently mm-hmm. and all of that. So when it's crazy that and even to speak to your to your note, man, then like men, we a little we so wired differently in the head because and maybe not all men, I don't wanna generalize, but I'll say shit like this. Like I'm definitely have said this before. When it'd be like a young high school dude smashing on his old ass teacher. I'm like, yo, why the fuck you say so, bro? <laughs> I wouldn't say anything. Like, I would have let it happen. But a lot of men think like that. So, I mean, like, we just wired differently. Would it be the same if we kept that same energy for ourselves? Yeah, it would be. But it, but the movement can't keep that same energy because we don't keep that same energy for ourselves. Okay. So, I don't Interesting. know. Um, Glad we had this talk. Yeah. dialogue. Yeah, yeah. so we're going to finish it up like this. We're going to finish out on a lighter note. Okay. Okay. So it's been a few weeks, but we haven't had a chance to talk to a woman about this yet, right? Okay. Did you see what the leader that's not Beyonce, she's actually the <laughs> vice president. Um, the <laughs> vice president of women, black women. I think she she just real light skinned. Aisha Curry. Um, <laughs> wow. The vice president, um, your co leader, um, said that, you know, she had her she was on a red table talk with the whole Smith family. And she was talking about how, as a woman, she still would like to get some type of attention. Or she feels bad that she doesn't get the same type of attention that her husband does. My question to you is this. As a woman, if you're in a relationship, are you seeking attention from men that you're not in that relationship with? And and I'm not saying, like, seeking attention as in trying to get niggas' numbers, trying to, you know, smash on the dude. I'm just saying, like, are you like, yo, I'm about to try to get mad cute because I'm going to this party and I want dudes to come up to me, hit on me, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Um, I just feel like if I'm already, like, which, I mean, I would assume that she's secure in her relationship. I feel like, you know, if I'm going to get dressed up for anybody, it's just going to be for my man. But right. then also, I just like getting dressed up, period. Right. So, I just feel like... Oh. There's such like light girl, light skin girl like tears like, <laughs> like okay like yeah, yeah, you yeah. have everything like right. you literally have everything mm-hmm. I know that hurt <laughs> like <laughs> like I mean I Shut I can understand elbow. why she would feel like you know she you know wants attention because her husband gets attention but then also like you know if you want some attention switch something up do something different I don't know don't be like. I don't. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it, it's, yeah. it's like it's just like just all oh, well, with me. I'm pretty, and no one's giving me enough attention. It's just like Aisha, like get it, over yourself. Literally, like literally. Well, my well, my <laughs> only issue was I didn't really care about a person because I feel like as a man, we as men, not as a man, as men, we can't tell a woman how she should or shouldn't feel. By no means am I saying Aisha Curry was wrong. Except for, for when they're crying over some goofy shit, though. I'm definitely gonna tell you how to feel <laughs> over some shit like that's you. That's your, your food ain't come out right. Okay, but but if you really sitting there, <laughs> you know who you if are. If your food ain't come out right, then come on. <laughs> if you over here, that <laughs> somebody somebody got like that over wanting to go to a party but not wanting to always be going out. They cry. Okay. Well, I, I don't know anything about that. That's got nothing to do with me. Ain't none we'll of my business. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I don't, I mean, she, she said what she said. She, she feels how she feels. Right. But for my, my issue, my only issue is you said it on national television. That's a conversation to me that you have with you and Steph Curry. Right. In the privacy of you guys' home in Oakland. No, by no means should she went on a talk show and told the entire world that while she's married, she is upset because she doesn't get other males' attention. But 
All right, wait, no, nah, Britt, was you about to say something? I just feel like, uh, like, I don't know, maybe because I'm just like regular and I'm not like in the celebrity world, but it's just like, girl. Well, you first are- off, you got 4K. So okay, compared to her million, like she could literally do anything that she wanted to do, and she can alter her appearance, maybe like you know dye her hair, cut it, I don't know, do more adventurous things, like you know, just stuff like that. I mean, also I heard that they were married really young too, so I'm like, also I'm just like maybe that's just like the immature like factor coming in because like you know. I don't plan on really getting married until, like, my 30s. Yeah. Shouts out to the 30 gang. I say the same thing. <laughs> like, I really don't want to do anything until, like, I'm in my 30s. So it's just, like, you know, her basically in her 20s. Like, I think she's in her late 20s now. I, I mean, I, I can no see idea. the immaturity. But then it's just, like, you know, I can understand how she would feel insecure. But then it's just, like, you can literally just put on a different outfit, get a wig, or, you know, have your teddies out for once in a while. I don't know. Like, make yourself feel wanted, like, how you want to be wanted. So this is the thing, though. I think that we actually, I think a lot of us read into it too much. Because I was thinking about it, man, and I had talked about it a little bit on an episode that I just did, but I was talking, I was thinking about it, and she didn't say, like, oh, I want Steph to make me feel pretty. I want Steph. Steph doesn't make me feel pretty. I want pretty. Steph's friends. Yeah. But, and, and it, it sounds crazy, but she's, she. I think that she's still secure in her relationship with yeah. Steph. She's just going through some stuff with her own image. So she wasn't saying, like, you know, Steph doesn't give me enough compliments, and it makes me a little insecure. Then it sounds like, oh, they need to have a conversation at home. They need to fix some shit at home. But if she's saying, like, shit, I just want to go out. And or I just want my DMs to start popping, which I feel like Aisha's DMs is definitely popping. And yeah. If they wasn't popping, and you ain't at me, Ish. <laughs> like, we could have been DMs. You know? like, what are you talking about? I'm trying to get flued out, bro. Like, come on, bro. Um, but no, I don't know. I just feel like we I mean, ran into it too much. I think she just needs to like maybe just like work on her brand and like. I just she got to get off the Food Network. If you want to be looked at as a sex, as if you want to be looked at as a beautiful human being, get the fuck off. But this is like the same woman who also like was low key kind of like slut shaming people at one point in time. Like, damn, I didn't know that. Like, not saying that she's like a slut shamer, but it's just like you know, she's like very like you know, just be a wifey. Like that's how you get a man. It's just like you know, I can I can cook and do all this for a man, and he still can cheat on me. Right. So that's a fact. (laughs) Like, seriously, like, fact. even if you, like, go to college and, like, get a degree and stuff like that, like, that still doesn't equate to someone really liking you. Because if so, I would have been been taken by now. But All right, so <laughs> clearly not. <laughs> before we leave, I actually just thought of this question that I want to ask you. And if you don't know about it, cool. We won't talk about it. But if you do, maybe you can just share some share some light on it for me. Okay. But, so, you had just talked about slut shaming. So, do they still do that slut walk thing? Mm-hmm. So, what exactly is the purpose behind that? If you like, do you know the purpose behind that movement? Since we talked a lot about movements, um, basically, like the slut walk is just like for people who've been slut shamed, like you know, just because you wear a certain outfit, that means like you know, you're easy, like that's open access for people to like you know, treat you like that, right? Like, treat just treat you like okay, if she was wearing this, so she deserved you yeah. know, to do this, or she she's a stripper, right? And, I can't really take her seriously because she's a stripper. Like, all, like 
And I personally feel like you can do anything that you mm-hmm. fucking want to do. Right. And just because you wear a tight dress and your abs might be hanging out, maybe your boobs are showing, that doesn't mean that I give somebody consent to like come up here and, like, and touch assault me. you. Yeah, right. like, no. So that's kind of like what it's about. <clears throat> I know Amber Rose like runs it. I would love to go one yeah. day yeah. and like actually get to Yo, it. Somebody flew to her out. Somebody yeah, get well, her, get her flew out. out. Ice me out. So no, nah, okay, so cool. So um, thank you first off for coming through doing this episode, having this talk, and being extremely transparent, man. Like yo, I really appreciate that because I had no idea it's gonna be this transparent, and I and I'm super happy that you are brave enough to have pushed through all these things that you had to go through. I had no, and I and I know you outside of here, and like to me that's like damn, I really could fuck with that. Like she came a long way. And so now to me, I see you in, in such, you know, on such a, a higher level now. So I appreciate you for coming through and sharing that Aww, story. Thank um, you. Thank you for having me. I've actually been trying to get on this thing for like... Yo, don't let her gas, y'all. <laughs> no. Don't let her gas, I'm like y'all. so serious. I'm like, every time I go to Cleveland, I'm like, Devin, I want to be on the podcast. Now, it is true. She did, hit me up. she did hit me up a few weeks ago, but then I went down. I was in the hospital. Yeah, we, we was... We was both sick. Yeah. I had strep. He was in the hospital. Yeah, hey, y'all some sickly individuals. Yeah, just don't have sex with your ex. That's how you get it. <laughs> well, I don't know how you <laughs> I was in the hospital with something totally different. I was highly contagious. Um, uh, but nah, man, so thank you for coming through. Uh, once again, Don is back. Don is always here, so thank you, Don. Thank you to You're me. Welcome, Devin. Yeah, thank you to me for coming through and, and creating this platform. Yeah. Um, shouts out to everybody who streams this show. Thank you so much. Um, continue to stream. Please let us know in what ways get I can support 10K you. This summer. Get me to 10k and get Brit to 14k Period. and get Don to 20k. Shit, I don't know why Don getting more than me. Fucking <laughs> 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 get them there. But thank you all to keep continue to support. Um, until next time, y'all. I've been on a whole new wave, all up in my ear trying to ruin my day. Long as these checks coming in, I'm straight. Cut a few off, no, we do not do the fake. Ay, I got everything in my backseat for the trip. And I'm riding solo, I don't need no extra lip. Cruising through the night, I play the background like a pill. We just stacked the bread and reinvested, that's a flip. Still don't know my name, let it bang in the street. Ay, I don't do the colors, I just bang over. Then I charge for a seat. Now they want the feature, might just charge for the heat. I, in the in the lay like LBJ though, chain from Pluto. Yeah yeah, shoot from distance. Tony Cook coach. Uh, eating good though, like a sumo. Ay, I keep on saying it, yep I want that too though. Ay, they always think you planet till you pass by. Always play the role as Mr. Nice Guy. Dreaming about New Africa like Saha. Till I'm all over your neck like free.